lot to us and the response has really overwhelmed us. Uh, to kick off things, I'll just introduce uh, ADI to you. So the Association of Designers of India is a, um, is a network representing design professionals uh, in, the Indian, in, in the Indian design community. And what we're trying to do is get together um, people, get together design professionals, uh, the industry, policymakers, and educational institutes all on one platform. So we are the Ahmedabad chapter. We are very happy to present this event to you. And as the Ahmedabad chapter, we are looking for um, promoting certain areas of work. So we are looking at Design for Joy, City Connect. So this event is particularly uh, within that City Connect bracket. Um, we are also looking at Industry Connect, Design Education, and uh, we are also looking to increase members and really have a thriving community. You can already see the thriving community. We have 385 people uh, on right now in this webinar. So um, I'd like to introduce our moderator, Akash Alankar. So um, right. when I started my business in 2016, uh, it was very stressful for me. And uh, I'd go to my college to have a cup of tea. And things were getting like very really tense for me and all of that. And on the wall just outside the, just outside the college were the words, Atli uh, Utawar Kemche, which meant, why are you restless? Why is there so much hurry? And uh, that was my first direct interaction with Type. Uh, he's the man who's responsible for those words on the wall. So uh, I'm very happy to have him here. Uh, he's an illustrator, he's a design educator, he's a typographer, but to us, he's just a friend. So welcome Akash and uh, all your- Thank you so much, Salil. Yes. Thank you so much. Hello and good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to this ADI webinar, uh, which is hosted by its Ahmedabad chapter and uh, sponsored by the Indian Type Foundry. In today's subject, uh, what we are trying to do here is to capture uh, the many worlds of type in India. Uh, so if you see typography and the diversity that it holds, uh, it holds a very uh, strong visual culture in any Indian city. So right from when you see local signboards or say billboard advertising or to po political graffiti, you know, uh, we are trying to address this, uh, these issues over here. Uh, through this webinar, we aim to celebrate the diversity of Indian scripts and the languages and its importance to the world of Indian typography. We also aim to steer a sustained discussion towards the very world of Indian type and the direction it takes and as it moves forward. So yeah, so I am Akash Alankar, uh, your moderator for the evening. Uh, this discussion is going to last about 45 minutes, uh, which will be followed by a Q&A se session. If you have any questions, uh, please feel free to send them out in the Q&A &A chat and please try to avoid the main, uh, well, main webinar chat. Uh, so uh, let's start uh, with this uh, webinar and let me uh, welcome our first panelist over here, which is Tarun Deep Girdar. Hi, Tarun. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining in. Absolutely. So as you all know that Tarun is a principal designer of graphic design and the activity chairperson education from the National Institute of Design. Personally, he has been my mentor throughout NID and I have had the joy and the pleasure of working on various exciting projects with him. Uh, uh, to all the uh, students who don't know about this, Tarun is, there is a little trivia about Tarun. So Tarun has this beautiful office where he uh, collects a lot of unique things, you know. And uh, every time you go to Tarun's office, like it's like a room full of full of unique objects, you know, like it's like a room of requirements that you see in Harry Potter. So yeah, so welcome Tarun. Thank you. So happy to have you over here. 
So next, let me introduce you, Sarang Kulkarni. Hi, Sarang. Hi, Akash. Hi, Sarang. Yeah. So Sarang, as you all know, is a type designer and a calligrapher from Mumbai. Uh, he is the principal designer at White Crow and also a co-founder at Take Type. Uh, I have known Sarang since I was in college in JJ, and he was one of those seniors, you know, like who had done so much into the world of typography at that age, at that young age, where you know, and still right now, like his dedication towards the field and his passion towards the way he even talks about typography is something to something everyone can learn from him. Uh, in 2019, uh, Sarang was also inducted in the prestigious Oleographic uh, International, also known as the AGI. So welcome, Sarang. It's Thanks so nice talk. to have you over here. And next with us, we have the one and only Hanif Qureshi. Hi, Hanif. Hi, hi, hi. So Hanif is an artist and a designer working with street art and typography. He's also the co-founder of the Street Art India Foundation. Uh, I guess all of us have seen a lot of street art work over the past few years where uh, we have seen Hanif and his team beautify the walls of our cities. Uh, he is a phenomenal artist where his, uh, where his work has been ex exhibited at prestigious festivals like uh, the L London Design Biennale, uh, the Venice Biennale, and also the Centre Pompidou in Paris. Uh, I have worked with Hanif uh, during my uh, diploma project here at NID and uh, he has also mentored me in this entire world of public art. So thank you for being with us over here, Hanif. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone. Yes. And, and, and this, panel, I, the, this panel, I could not be happier because uh, this is such a powerhouse panel and all these three individuals over here have had such a huge impact in my life and my career choices also. So uh, thank you everyone for joining in and uh, I would like to start the first poll question now. Uh, so we have around close to uh, 488 attendees and still rising, 90 now. So uh, can, we, can we shoot off the first poll? We are running a quick poll. We'll just have 20 seconds to respond to that. Wow, so we have our poll results over here. So we have 61% students here. Hello everybody. So at a later stage, we also have a special guest with us uh, and uh, I will reserve his introduction later. Uh, but uh, let me uh, ask you all of you to stay tuned, uh, tuned in right till the end because we have a lot of exciting uh, information in this entire webinar. In case, like for the ease of this entire uh, seminar, we have, uh, we have uh, divided this into three specific segments. Uh, the first of it, which is uh, typography in education, we have typography in commercial projects and typography in public spaces and art, right? So uh, let us start into this uh, discussion and go into the first segment itself, which is typography in education. So let's open the discussion in this and I will direct my first question to you, Tarun. Hi, Tarun. Hi. So my first question is, how does typography as taught in design schools in India today capture the diversity of Indian scripts? Okay. Uh, thanks, Akash, and I'm 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 quite excited to be here, and you know it's heartening to see that besides uh, uh, so many students from all over the country and elsewhere, there are also design professionals who are attending this. So, uh, to my understanding, typography has uh, you know three major parts of it. Now, one is of course the designing of the typefaces itself, which we want to discuss. Sarang and Hanif are experts in that. 
but as a graphic designer or as somebody who uses uh, the printed letter in whichever form in our day to day life also there are two major decisions which we all take one is of how do we choose a particular typeface and the second one is how do we use that typeface right now it is uh, very well understood that almost 70% of the communication which we have is uh, through uh, visual means right and when i say visual means it is not just an illustration it is also the printed words right uh, we are able to recognize those words because we are familiar with the language otherwise they are just images for us right now what happens i can speak about my college which is the national institute of design ahmedabad we very very consciously introduce and encourage our students to deal with uh, scripts and languages which are other than english right uh, the world world over it is known as non latin scripts i am personally not very uh comfortable with this division of latin and non latin but you guys all got the point so this is one image which you are seeing which is from my classroom so even if it is a type design module uh, i very consciously push my students to look at the letter forms and the shapes of languages and scripts which are beyond just english right. even in the advanced typography modules where we try and understand how information is designed by using the typographic principles we very consciously i give them some assignments which are dealing with english but also they go through layout assignments which are dealing with other languages you know whether it is tamil malayalam odia and this is where i would like to draw the attention of all our you know listeners today that there is a very unique and distinct difference between uh, latin script which we use for english german and other languages and our own indian scripts you know we've all grown up even when we were younger in school we were making powerpoint presentations and all and uh, in latin we have an option of capital letters what is known as upper case and small letters which is known as lower case and in latin we also have italics right now these two features are by and large not available in our indian scripts right somehow when we don't have capital letters in our indian scripts now that becomes very very challenging for a communication designer or a visual designer that how do we do the layout so that the information is presented in a easy to digest manner right so those are the kind of uh, things which we are dealing with um, but so this example which you see on the screen is a good example of how typographic principles are used to create a certain information hierarchy so when we and whenever we respond to any layout any piece of graphics anything which is done you know we absorb information chunk by chunk layer by layer and that is where typography plays a very very important role that how do you arrange the information on the page or on the format whether it is a website or whether it is a printed ephemera the example which you guys are seeing on the screen is a a3 size photocopied front back leaflet kind of a thing which introduces the library but it's very very easy for each one of you guys to recognize that how information is organized right and how typography capitals bold all those kind of things the basic principles of typography which we say are put to good use right so the user if you are in a hurry you just see the headline if you have more time you go into the details of the text and things like that yeah thank you akash thank you tarun
so you spoke about the return word and the familiarity with language right so i would want to ask sarang over here is what is the difference when you see when you're designing for a language that you know and when you're designing for a language that you don't know thanks akash uh, i'll say that in when you're designing the font the language knowing the language is not very much important but knowing the, the expert linguist or i need to basically practice some daily basis reading the language and the script and i think that will help in long run so uh, visual language of the script is a very important part right thank you sarang like this is so much informative uh, i would also like to know that uh, you know like sarang you studied commercial arts at jj and uh, you know what tools did you use to like did you have to become a type designer that you are now and what would you have wished that you would have studied back then so uh, at jj i got introduced to fundamentals of design and advertising my uh, specialization was typography and calligraphy and uh, type design was very new to us i was fortunate enough to uh, get the mentors like professor santosh sharsagar and professor sainikar uh, actually i used to publish uh, magazines on my own as an extra curriculum activity in my uh, third year and fourth year and i think sheer interest of you know uh, in the subject uh, these professor they took me to uh, professor rk joshi at ncst and there i learned uh, basics about font design but i mean uh, in terms of uh, technology for a visual student like student when we are talking about you know type design and absolutely books. and i think tarun uh, one of uh, one of the very important things that i have learned when i was uh, learning under you is the Uh, is the fact that you should keep on practicing whatever uh, art that you have you know like the way you use you do your uh, uh, hand lettering so i think that that is also a very important part when it comes to self learning in a situation like this to keep on uh, getting better at uh, your own uh, style so if i may just add akash you know uh, sarang has made a very very important point you know uh, typography and within that the designing of typefaces is a very very complex activity in itself right and one needs to have a huge amount of passion and drive to pursue it but yes there are two parts of it one is uh, if we ignore the uh, if we keep aside the language or the spoken or the heard language part aside if we focus on the form there is the shape and the form of the letter forms which sarang was talking about that is one aspect of it the visual uh, language uh, what he said and the other part is how do you make those letter forms work on your computer or whichever technology you are using it right right so that is where a lot of programming and all those things come in and both these things need to be you know uh, looked at so especially for our young students out here if you are interested in type design if you are interested to take up this subject any time in your future please do not be afraid of putting ink marks on the papers start drawing start drawing keep drawing keep drawing keep drawing at the same time do not be afraid of embracing technology because that is a ubiquitous reality which we have around us right uh, but go ahead and keep drawing uh, my friends here have uh, put up a uh, image for you guys <laughs> i don't know where akash pulled this image from from my instagram so this was uh, earlier last year i had fractured my right shoulder uh, in a very freaky road accident but i could not i could bear that pain but i could not bear the pain of staying away from drawing letters 
and i had started drawing with my left hand you know uh, and over a period of time it helped me uh, manage the pain of the body you know so that is the kind of connect which you should have it doesn't matter which tool it doesn't matter which surface but you know just start building up a new affair with letter forms if you want to thank you so much tarun that's some great insight uh now i i want to come to hanif over here uh so hanif that you have done a lot of work in type uh, and type with relation to space right so i would like to ask you that what were the essential things that you would have thought that could have been covered in academics that would have helped you right now in the kind of work that you do like before i joined academics i was kind of like a, a very different person i mean like i wanted to become a just a sign painter and the world was pretty different but then uh, now if i look at it i mean it's still very difficult for me to say that if i did this it would have like you know something would have helped me because as the as the time goes my practice with uh, and my relationship with type is also changing and i'm kind of like learning maybe i i at this point i think maybe instead of commercial art if i would have done art as a major but then would have really changed my language altogether so there is like a a, a journey which kind of everybody has to go through to understand that. i'm sure i'm sure but what what in terms of say uh, the understanding of materiality that too comes with practice and uh, and uh, the more materials you play with so you probably get better at it and uh, it's again kind of like it's not about the material but it's about the idea uh, it's about uh, what you want to convey and then the material is secondary where you choose like basically if you have an idea then you can choose the material as well so right great uh okay so now uh what i would like to ask you is is that so what about what do you think about type education through alternative mediums i would like to have each and every one of you to like give me like a remark for this kind of a, for this segment so type education through alternative mediums okay so sarang is going first i would like to might sarang because they have done some really amazing work which uh, is very very significant outside of the structured college and classroom so i think uh, if everybody knows that akshara is an organization which is working towards uh, indian scripts and calligraphy so i uh, we have developed some uh, calligraphic books and you know nine languages and we wanted to basically add more scripts and making make it like a full proof you know indian language manuals kind of thing uh, but apart from this we uh, really think that everybody who is interested in learning type design they should actually work or intern minimum for 6 months or a year with uh, uh, with someone who is senior or with different you know type foundries across india uh apart from not just drawing they should actually read and practice uh letter form because this is something which if you see on the screen the letter box is an our in house initiative which we draw it at a tea time where everybody gets a single you know brief and they draw letter you know on their own script so this helped us in uh understanding the different uh, script nuances and the structures and so many beautiful forms what you see here are i mean just amazing so i uh, also one more important point i would like to add here is that uh, we should accept the uh, the criticism and participate in criticism in a positive manner so that when we speak we open up we learn you know things really fast yeah. thanks saran these are some beautiful work examples it's a teamwork by the way mm-hmm. yes and looking at this and looking at this i actually uh, 
immediately remember about uh, Tarun's uh, 365 days, uh, sorry, 35 days of Gurumukhi, you know. So Tarun, could you tell us about your experience? Like we know for sure that you have such a beautiful Instagram handle and you share so many uh, informative things where all your students can learn so much about it. How did that come into play? Okay, okay. So I, 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 this is, I mean, you know, I really thank you. You guys have done your homework really thoroughly, you know, you and your entire research team. So guys, uh, this is a very, very, there's a very interesting backstory for it. Can I take a minute for that? No? Sure, sure. Uh, all of us, you know, this is the most amazing part of the country which we live in India. There is no other country in the world like that. This is what I believe. Because since the time we we are born in this world, in, in, in any family in our country, we start with our mother tongue. And then somewhere our Indian education system is such that in the school, uh, we are introduced to English as a language or the language of the state in which we are residing in, right? And I'm very proud to say that in the last 20 plus years, all the students whom I have interacted with, with uh, in, in NNID and even elsewhere, uh, all these young people are familiar with at least more than two languages or at least two languages, right? Their mother tongue, English and the language in which they are living in. And if they happen to have a partner from another region of the country, then it becomes a fourth language or a fifth language. So the backstory to this was when I joined college as a student and those days, you know, seniors and juniors, they used to have interaction. And one of my seniors told me that what kind of a Punjabi you are if you can't read your own mother tongue. And that thorn had sort of uh, stuck in my heart for many, many years. But then one tends to get busy with so many things in life that it was only three years ago that I got a chance to learn again as a student. I enrolled myself in a weekend class. I used to go there diligently, learn how to read, write and speak Punjabi more fluently. Uh, but then the lettering artist or the typographer in me also started, you know, making some moves and putting some pressure. And I took to Gurmukhi calligraphy uh, and I started exploring with a lot of other mediums and things like that. I experimented with tools which people have not seen in Gurmukhi. And last year I tied up with one of my students who was doing a project and we officially launched the 35 days of Gurmukhi uh, type. You guys can look up on Instagram. There are some tutorials also. But these letter forms, uh, there are conventional forms which we are used to see in printed books and around us. And then there are experimental forms. And then the whole world is your oyster kind of a thing, you know. So <laughs> that was what it was. Uh, I still do. I still take out time to practice. Uh, the other thing which I uh, make my students do is what I called the process of slow learning, right? When you engage with something, when you dig deeper into it. And uh, what I make my students do is create typographic layouts using letterpress. It is a technology which is so old that it is new. It is new to be discovered in the current contemporary scenario uh, and it can you know take you away from the digital uh, addiction kind of a thing where one is seeking quick answers and those kind of things but what uh, letterpress does is it really creates a havoc in your brain and rewires your brain because when you are physically holding the physical type if it is 12 point your fingers and your mind register how big is 12 point or if you are holding 180 points, 
guys uh, for some of you guys this may be technical uh, type or the letters uh, is measured in a unit called points you know like we have centimeters and kilometers you can look up on google uh, those kind of things now this is something which working on the computer uh, does not allow us to make that judgment because we keep on zooming in we keep on zooming out you know uh this is a physically demanding process but it does rewires your brain in the correct manner because then that judgment of the type size of the spacing uh it lives with you for a lifetime you know excellent awesome beautiful tarun is also very famously known for designing exquisite calendars if anyone didn't know about this especially the especially the uh, the uh, kind of systems of calendar design that tarun comes up with anyhow like moving forward uh hanif and sarang uh, i have seen you guys like take a lot of uh, lot of uh, workshops regarding hand lettering and calligraphy and street art maybe like i've i've uh, attended one of hanif's workshop once upon a time on screen printing also and uh, you know how like today's day is due to the pandemic also you know so do you see uh, any alternate alternate ways of learning like this for type enthusiasts in the future right now and towards what direction is it heading i mean now that like you are in, if you're interested in sign painting there are like sign painting workshop workshops out there unfortunately there are a lot of the, i mean these workshops are actually happening in either in america or in or in europe somewhere and but you can still enroll for that uh maybe it's costly for students to kind of join in but at the same time uh it's also kind of like the you have that much attention uh to that and so there are various kind of like ways to learn and now it's kind of like with this new platform in which we are interacting everything is kind of like out there right this in particular the images what you see is a is a pedestrian tunnel in uh, near atlanta uh, in a city called john's creek and it's a community uh, art project where we invited wow. each community members to come up with their own alphabet in their own language and uh, they were basically all the participants which was uh, open to the city and the different people from so more than kind of like 100 people who came and painted this whole tunnel over a period of uh, 10 days and at the end wow. of like so when you basically walk into the tunnel you kind of like walk into this like love and peace together kind of a scenario where and and all these communities also living living there with love and peace so it's kind of like it's basically it's not that uh, i painted but it's is the people who have painted it all i have kind of like done is to kind of just work with them to to reach here right so right so with i think with this pandemic is not going to i mean like it is it is here but at some point we have to go out and and start working and uh, yeah working in outdoor is probably like much safer than working indoors so <laughs> right thank you anif so i think that uh, over here we should now move on to our next segment that is uh, uh, typography in commercial uh, projects and uh, try to understand how how we can use typography uh, in the kind of client projects and the kind of type design projects that we could work on to right so uh, i remember in my in my uh, during my nid uh, one of the projects that i worked on was to design a, a gujarati typeface uh, inspired by hand painted type from ahmedabad but uh, even if it was like a very basic typeface it took me around 8 months to design and uh, i have heard from sarang and a lot of other type designers that it takes at least like two long years of 
rigorous uh, work in order to release one typeface i might be uh, undercoating it two years might be much lesser <laughs> right charan so and now we live in a world where you can just click a button or just go on some sites and just pirate a typeface you know so what keeps you going to make more typefaces even if people are pirating it and they are getting you know like you are not getting that level of appreciation that you would you should have gotten according to me so what keeps you going saran so when when you mention the time factor for the typeface it depends on the whether you are designing a single font or a single weight font single script font or you are designing a multi uh, script font with multiple styles so definitely multi script font and multiple styles will take time but yes the piracy is a big issue yeah it's there uh, and that is one of the reason i think we decided to make our fonts open source and you know it's free for people to use uh there are many motivations and i think when i was in uh, ncst under uh, professor arkidoshi he said uh, in that if there is a gap and one you know if there is a need one should fulfill or work towards it so in in marathi there is a phrase which says kami tithe ami so if there is a less people then we should go and you know help them out kind of a thing so i think that is uh, one thing which keeps us like motivated towards what we do secondly uh when you get up and see your fonts are in daily use in newspapers in shop boards in advertisements and memes and instagram everywhere so that is the i think that is very satisfying you know for a font designers because uh, if you see uh, font has a larger shelf life and finally like we enjoy the process because when you design something on paper you know and it gets converted with the help of technology becomes a font and people just simply download and use it so uh, that is i think you know helping us out and motivation yeah there are some you know custom projects and things are around so it's it's we can balance it out and yeah it's a it's a it's a team work ultimately and uh, saran looking at uh, the fact that there are a very like handful of type foundries here in india how do you see an opportunity for the emerging uh, of type foundries right now or the people who want to work in type uh, so if you see in uh, in last 5 uh, months i heard that uh, the digital development has multiplied in not multiplied enough in last 5 years but in 5 months it's crazy so uh, uh, somebody said that rightly that india is larger than the world so uh, with so many languages and the script we have enough thing to do okay so uh, there are many opportunities many projects many a times we get project only to uh, customize latin fonts so uh, it's just not indian script but including latin there is a lot of scope lot of small brands are coming uh on internet and they want to reach out to people so i i mean when i started it was very uh, uh i couldn't find a place to join in 2002 and in 2007 when i got like a vodafone project i realized that okay this is like uh it's slowly happening but things are moving digital so let's that was the i think the advantage for type designers you know with the help of technology and uh, collaborative efforts are making you know us to sustain as well as i think it will help lot of lot of uh, people in future 
thank you sarun now as you have explained us the opportunities let me like ask you like a very dangerous question what are the issues that you have faced okay so uh, yeah there are many issues as i mentioned that one is the piracy second is the awareness awareness about type uh, uh, type legalities type you know purchasing types or technicalities of using type installing type or keyboard issues there are many and uh type design educations we have many script but we don't have a type design education so these are the issues okay but uh slowly uh i think in institutes are working towards it people who are going abroad studying coming back and taking you know uh type design sessions training people so we think that uh, uh even if there are issues there are solutions you know for it and we should focus on that will help a lot right right thank you saram thank you so much so here uh, now coming back uh, over here is like hanif uh, i first saw you or like saw your talk when you had come to uh, nid at uh, to in 2011 for typography day i think tarun was also uh, you remember tarun like yes <laughs> so that was the first time i saw you and you had exhibited your beautiful work on hand painted type and during that time i i had come to know that you and sarang had worked very closely in releasing uh, painter kafir typeface so looking at and now uh, considering that that's almost like 10 years ago okay so uh, what do you think where has the project come up to and uh, did you see it come up like this it was a kind of an experiment at at that point to see you know how how that how that would turn out and the reason why i made a video because i was shy of speaking public speaking and i thought maybe it's better to kind of like make a quick 10 minute video and say everything rather than kind of like me talking but then kind of like after that it gave me a, a confidence to kind of like also come out and speak after that particular uh, you know talk at typo day and then and then kind of since then uh, the project has kind of like also been pushing and doing things and when we uh, me and sarang worked on it together uh, sarang offered that he would be like happy to digitize it and then he worked on this project and finally we had this beautiful typeface which is out there and uh, kafil the guy who designed it is uh, also kind of like you know became a really popular with with the font and people kind of like you know even abroad like in uh, the european american designers also know of him as a like you know that there is a sign painter like him and that's because of the like you know how this whole uh, project has taken off so since then the project is kind of like doing okay honestly i have not been able to given so much time to it lately but i have been kind of working uh, at at the back end uh, trying to uh, yeah put it back again as a more of like a hand painted type foundry where we will be kind of like releasing more uh, just a hand painted display type faces inspired by right. in street graphics right excellent coming to tarun tarun you have worked on a lot of a uh, uh, lot of institutional projects i remember your rti logo you know like all all of these projects how do you take tight decisions for these projects okay <laughs> so it is actually more complex and layered than it sounds because finally when we look at any logo and the most recent baby in the market is the vodafone idea logo right it appears to be so so simple 
but any design decision which we take especially in the area of communication design the logic and the rationale behind that is very very complex because there are so many parameters i am so happy that you are showing this page so while in this screen you would see that there are two components right one is the logo and the other one is the text identifier i'll come straight to the point now this was a particular project which was uh, and i'm i'm very thankful that i got an opportunity in this lifetime to work on this kind of a project this is a very unique project because it it did not have any commercial interests the logo was designed for public consumption it was to create awareness amongst the people about a certain activity or a certain scheme which the government had right ke aap 10 rupees aap ek plain kagaz par apna request likho pay 10 rupees and get the information from the government there are very few countries in the world which has this kind of a right to information system now coming back to the kind of factors which influenced my decision was that this particular logo is going to be up there everywhere on the walls of government offices or public health center and things like that and neither the government machinery nor the designer will would have any kind of control on who is going to paint this particular logo on which wall you know what is the skill level or what is the kind of money involved where a local artist or a painter is given the job or even when uh, could you please go back to the previous slide or even when different states of our country are going to use this rti logo the word right to information ya suchna ka adhikar or whichever uh, language it script it appears in that is going to change from state to state now one of the factors which influenced me was what is known as the kiss principle k i s s keep it simple and straightforward i did not want a bottom of a pyramid government officer or a clerk in a government officer to get bothered about ye kaun sa typeface hai abhi ye kahan se dhoonde hain wo image cd mein nahi mil raha hai and things like that so my take was that every government officer had access to these uh, typefaces designed by cdac right even though now when i look back at this project 10 years later i i i you know say okay, okay fine it is not about the aesthetic balance between the uh, different scripts and the typefaces like what sarang and his team has done i wish i had access to you know mukta or uh, that kind of a multi script typeface and i would have recommended that so us time par my approach was that do not overburden the government person who is going to use the logo cdac ka typeface is with every government officer Uh, with every government office use that you know uh, but now if i would have done that i would have gone to ek type and you know uh, and now that they have also completely bypassed the issue of piracy and made it available on a platform like google font and at the same time uh, the non designer in a government office also has access to google they are also uh technologically or computer wise a little more literate so then i could have taken that chance ke chalo distortion nahi hoga but one important decision when we do any kind of identity project especially in this case where 
things would have been painted on 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 surfaces the effort which a designer takes in taking the decision is largely governed by the fact that bottom of the line distortion will happen in terms of reproducing or replicating it but can my decision reduce the margin of distortion right thank you so much tarun like these are very great insights i i truly understand when you say that you have to take into consideration that so many hierarchies and so many things in order to come up with a perfect solution uh i would like to break for a for a poll question right now so anshu could you shoot us on the next poll so what model of paying for typefaces would work best for you as a design professional that's the poll for us right now we have 20 seconds it'll be a very interesting poll akash would you uh, like to explain uh, the difference between subscription based and one time purchase because we have a lot of students out here sure so subscription based meaning uh, a format where you have to pay a certain amount uh, after every quarterly or uh, yearly subscription uh, or even monthly at sometimes and one time purchase is that once you pay for that font you have it through the rest of your life yeah with the subscription you have uh, access to the library with with purchase you can basically get one font at a time with subscription you probably get more as well right right uh can we see the results so we have it over here that 54% say that they'll do a one time purchase and 30% say that they'll do a subscription based and 15% say let my client take care of it <laughs> coming to the same question now uh, now in, like like you said uh, in today's day that we have a lot of google fonts and typefaces and fonts are available freely a lot of clients just say that why why do you want to buy a typeface you can just go on google fonts or concept font le lo karke especially indian clients that is what uh, uh, has come out through our uh, questionnaire you know so uh, how do you see clients pay for typefaces in the future I think uh, Google fonts and client purchasing Indian fonts. Uh, there's no connection because if you see on Google fonts, uh, in terms of the scripts like Kannada or in Odia, there are only single font available, and in Gurumukhi there are two. Other scripts have more fonts, but uh, if you see this, like type design cannot survive on its own. Type users generally play an important role in. uh in this part and design and advertising agencies basically need to recommend regional branding or typefaces to the clients so uh, google font are basically helping to those people who cannot afford or cannot even think about like you know the something they can release in multiple script or multiple matching font so i think uh, that is for them but uh, when it comes to agencies and studio they generally provide customized solutions for uh identities and branding and you may not get easily existing matching typefaces uh, you know with your custom branding so uh, i think uh, you know it's in future you know things will be much better when you have a multiple choices you know for either one is to free download one is you can uh, pay and license the fonts and uh, others can be a custom font solution right and the same question to you hanif i have seen you work with lot of multiple typeface which are not uh, not very google font uh, based or any free uh, uh, website based but uh, 
proper uh, typefaces which have been designed from foundry so how do you in your process uh, try to work that font out with the client i think uh, font plays a very important part of the identity and uh, there are like i mean there is a world of fonts out there and uh, you eventually you're going to communicate and that's going to be like your brand voice so you you have to kind of like find that distinct typeface and that combination which is basically which does not exist i mean at least which is not widely seen uh, and that's that's also the key where uh, if you do something which is already out there maybe you can treat it visually in whatever way but if it's not visually distinctive or something which kind of like you know uh, uh, something which you also have a recall value of like once you kind of do that so if i say social and if i say the stencil typeface and then it kind of like no matter where they are with the stencil typeface it does become a social thing and and that's how we kind of like you know uh, choose a typeface at least for the identity especially and then right. if if that plays a so much role, important role client will be happy to pay for it i mean there's no that the value versus uh, the uh, the value of the font and the brand value are going to be like two different things you know which is very easy for client to take a decision on buying a font right so i i'm sure that uh, what you mean to say over here is that uh, you also have to convince in terms of educate the client as in why does he need a specific typeface that's between you and your client's relationship it's like right the, and that is the trust like if you if you're not well you go to doctor and you listen to doctor and and they, whatever they tell you the same way here in this case if the client is coming to you and you have something you have a recommendation uh, design is subjective but at the same time there's a reason why someone's come to you and and probably they listen to you so you have to kind of like have that trust to take these decisions you know otherwise if it's always up to a client if the client waiting for the client approval if the client is only going to approve it then maybe my he's only designing it that way no right excellent point hanif thank you so much for your uh, for your feedback over here uh, let us move on to our next segment as we we'll need to uh, finish this segment off over here our next segment is typography in public spaces and art right so coming coming to typography and uh, public space uh, uh, you know like uh, we have seen uh, hanif you do a lot of work in type and and spaces you know so uh, i would like to ask you a question over here uh it is given that we see typography all around us in the environment uh, which has become like a total white noise uh we see a lot of a uh, lot of white noise when you see a lot of uh, uh, typography in public space right you have uh, boldings uh, holdings uh, advertising uh, political graffiti so how do you stand out of the clutter when it comes to public spaces sure uh, if you can have the uh, amritsar project uh, here on screen i want to talk about like uh, how to okay, like declutter the street and that's the project which we did uh, where in amritsar there were like lots of uh, on the street uh, this is a street close to a heritage monument and it had like it was full of flex boards and uh, all different kind of like clutters you know, uh, surrounded by it and uh, uh, 
what we did is we the task this was under a Hriday project which was basically heritage and redevelopment of these uh, Indian cities where we worked with the local sign painters and we replaced the boards of all the shops removed and made the whole street as a wow. flex free street where it, this is like done by for the local sign painters and like you know by the for the city and the the whole point of this exercise was to kind of like put the indian script in on 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 top and have the like english as the secondary language uh, which was the which was different in the flex version and here the the whole point of this was to kind of like at least bring back that little bit of heritage which is uh, which is there and and what matches the area versus like these uh, flex prints so it's kind of like one of the way to kind of decluttering the whole space i mean this is one of the ways in we can do it but uh, the whole impact of this is is on a different uh, scale where you walk into the same street before and after and you see there's a huge change and and all that change can just happen with removing that excess branding all over around us you know and that's what the cities have become so we need to kind of like yeah if we get rid of uh, flex prints in in the city it will be a different landscape altogether i'm sure that we should do something about it in the rest of the city I mean, there's nothing we can do about it but at least that that's the you know that's we also design those typefaces and we kind of like also like those are also being printed and put it up but but you see the here the 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 inspiration you can see that's come from also ballu ballu baji yeah which sarang is designed you see sarang lovely the, the painters were kind of also given these you know things and they have taken that inspiration from there as well so yeah and looking at all of this honey if i see that you have a lot of international appeal in your work but at the same time your work has a very indianness to it how do you balance that out i don't know but uh, <laughs> but uh, it, i think uh, there's something about uh, the sense of color scheme which uh, we use and you know our sense of our choices of colors is what also kind of like makes us uh, stand apart on a on a different uh, level this is a, a wall which i painted with uh, uh, two french duo artists called lake and sowat and uh, it's kind of like the since the hand painted type has begun hand painted type i've been kind of like more than making fonts i've been also going around with hand painted type to different places and see how this like indian sensibility putting in a different different environment like what does it like you know feel like and that's uh, so it's kind of like turning more towards art projects than to like you know what the, what earlier the project was about kind of making fonts so yeah there are these uh, different aspects of the same indian sensibility can be taken in in, in different environments beautiful work kanif so how do you consider collaborations and looking at at the scale of the projects and and the kind of scale that you work in how do you look at collaborations so this particular uh, image what you see this is a, a, a script called saurashtra saurashtra is a script from tamil nadu uh, and okay. these are the people from saurashtra in gujarat migrated to tamil nadu back in the days and they developed their own language so i am from saurashtra and i collaborated with shiva nalaperumal who's from is from tamil nadu to kind of like have this 
collaboration where i asked him to kind of like work on this script where which he designed to be fit for the neon and then we displayed just the character sets of of the script to uh, to show like you know what goes on this what you see is uh, at the london design biennale wow person you see is uh, suman jaykishan he's the one who designed it and when he did it he kind of like asked to uh, participate in this i did it with uh, uh, with my wife rutva trivedi as well and uh, we uh, we both worked on this project and she kind of like rigorously worked to put this all it's kind of like a pieces from indian different indian streets uh, uh, put together Beautiful. so yeah i mean and most of my work is collaborative so i would like to kind of work with people and yeah well, and see what what can come out of it beautiful man i think we have anuj utash now anuj are you here yes i am here hi anuj uh, please let hi. me welcome our special guest over here anuj uh, yes, yes anuj is a senior planner uh, senior planning consultant at the sabarmati riverfront uh, development corporation limited and he looks at urban rejuvenation of the sabarmati riverfront project uh, now before we get into detail uh, anuj i have a, a few uh, interesting questions for you you know you have been planning uh, a consultant to the riverfront project uh, it's a very prominent public space uh, in ahmedabad so please could you tell me about the process involved especially when it comes to communication design uh, that goes with such projects Okay, so uh, right now uh, we are in the we are actually evolving the project. The project is in evolution, uh, and uh, we are currently sort of looking at the urban planning scenario and kind of looking at the urban planning, uh, kind of evolving the urban infrastructure and the urban planning of this entire place. So we have not yet looked at uh, communication aspect of it. Uh, we are actually working now. We have a branding and marketing team which has very recently been, which has been kind of established within the sabarmati riverfront development corporation and that river and the marketing and the branding team will be responsible is responsible for setting up the communications uh, paradigm for for the entire srfd project and uh, uh, in that communications we are currently looking at uh, so marketing does become a very important aspect while we are looking at you know uh, having a fantastic real estate uh, uh, kind of uh, project here uh, and therefore the communication of the that of that to a very larger very large uh, kind of uh, stakeholder group is important that is one and secondly also reaching out to the local people and the local masses uh, for uh, you know for them as a public space is also important so we are kind of uh, we are just starting to work on it we have not yet kind of uh, looked at it in detail right anuj and uh, how do you see younger talents uh, be able to uh, kind of you know engage with such projects like if suppose there is a student who wants to work with uh, the the say wayfinding system of the riverfront project so how can a student come into uh, the proper channels uh, sure i think uh, Uh, before i can actually uh, give a good answer to that uh, i must say that uh, you know the government sector uh, generally does not uh, does not 
has not uh, traditionally ever done outreach uh, uh, very in a very professional uh, manner. Uh, they generally don't focus on outreach. They generally only focus on the program itself, like the hardcore technical program, and that's where most of their work lies. Uh, uh, and therefore, uh, communication has always taken a backseat uh, in the government. So, uh, but I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, deject. Uh, I don't want to create a bad uh, thing for the uh, for the younger generation. It's not such a bad case because now governments, uh, and I know a few of uh, the multinational, uh, I mean, uh, big companies and the government companies who are actually actively looking at uh, graphic design, communication design in a very serious manner. And, you know, some of the metro corporations are uh, an example for that. So I would say that, you know, there is a little bit of a curve there. I wouldn't say that, uh, getting in would be like absolutely uh, simple and you know you could just get it inside very easily but i would say that there's a little bit of a curve there but nonetheless uh, in case the young talent does want to try there is enough space and there is enough uh, kind of bandwidth for the government to to hear them out although i would just say that because this is a seminar focused on typeface i would say that the government uh, doesn't really look at typeface but I would say the government looks at communication and graphic design and typeface being part of it. So in case the young talent wants to come, they're most welcome, I think. And uh, please get in touch with me or with, the, uh, with our marketing team. And we can, uh, we can look at how we can build the communication design for, uh, uh, for the Salamati Riverfront Development Corporation in, in a collaborative manner and also in a mutually beneficial manner. I mean, it would be fantastic to actually, uh, you know, find out from the young talent. In fact, government at most times is not very uh, is not very educated uh, as to what is going on in in this, uh, you know, in this sector. So it is it is great for the government to also get educated uh, as to what uh, the professionals can bring to them. So uh, that that I would say would be a welcome thing. Thank you so much, Anuj. That's that's excellent. I'm sure like a lot of young talents will surely approach you in terms of their projects in the future. Most uh, of coming, yes. Coming to Hanif, Hanif, how do you engage with city administrations when you are uh, when you are proposing a street art project? Because I've seen that you have worked uh, extensively with the Street Art Foundation, where you have approached uh, city administrations. Mm. City city is a very uh complex things sometimes when you're sitting on a road that's probably owned by pwd then the footpath is probably like owned by you know a, a municipal corporation then you kind of like cross into some and like you know there's an electricity department's kind of like pole and that's area which they kind of like maintain like the lodi colony which we work in delhi is divided like one one half of it is uh, south delhi municipal corporation the other half is like uh, new delhi municipal corporation then we have CPWD, which is kind of like, which is their property. Then we have to go to Delhi Urban Art Commission. Then, I mean, we have to kind of like go through, I mean, we realize that these, these are the bodies, this is what their role is. And it, it took like almost a few years for us to understand. And I still say that I don't understand completely in terms of how does that work. But uh, somehow with, uh, uh, with time and experience and kind of consistency, the more project we have been working with government, it's becoming much more easier uh, to work with government because they also have a sense of understanding and that you have this track record of 
art projects and it's a very sensitive issue because i may take a wall and the law i get a lot of calls very often about saying we want to uh, you know do this uh, launch campaign we want to do this that we want kind of like do basically advertising on the wall and that's not really what we want to do we do not want any kind of like you know we just we just don't want it to become this uh, glorified advertising form of like you know having these brands on and and we kind of like resist and that's why these bodies exist in the same make sure that there is a that being used for any kind of commercial benefit because there is no difference between this and like you know the the ad what you see on the tracks of the railway you know right so so that, so it it is a rigorous process but I think there's a reason for it and and uh, if you work towards it, it it can kind of like get better right excellent honey Tarun I have seen that. Uh, I've seen the way you are passionate about typography and you being a resident of Ahmedabad, you know, like you have seen street art and typography all throughout Ahmedabad, looking at wayfindings, the way uh, things are displayed. So what do you feel and how do you feel typography in the public realm can uh, play an important role? Uh, I think you already answered that question, that typography and the written or the printed or the painted word plays an important role in how we interact with our spaces which are around us, right? Now, what is happening in the, in any city in India in the 21st century is a mix. It's a confluence of many cultures, right? Now, how do we use typographic messages in public spaces to develop a certain sense of ownership amongst residents of that city? This is a big question to answer, right? Often as institutions, we also seek such opportunities that what can we give back to the city from which we have taken so much, right? Like uh, in our college, students come for a period of two and a half, three years or four years max, depending on which program. And they learn a lot from the city, right? They take a lot from the city. The city also adopts them you know, like their own children. But what is it that they can give back? Now, that is where I think uh, professionals like Anuj who are in that place can open up and say, okay, can we collaborate? You know, can we collectively uh, engage the youth? And, you know, people like Hanif can come in and guide. And uh, it's not just beautifying the city, but it's also how do we uh, create a connect with the city of another level? No. So I'm not just talking here about messages like do not spit here, no parking. No, but it could become a much more livelier thing rather than being a over informed bombardment of commercial messages. Like I'm recalling right. there are some buildings which were literally bought over by commercial companies and the whole facade of the building is a huge ad of that particular private company. Now, that's not what I want to see in my Ahmedabad or his Amritsar or her Delhi, right? I also want to see things when I move out of house, which makes me feel proud that I am living in whichever city I am living in, you know? Uh, and that is where visual designers, the local academic institutions, uh, graphic designers, type designers, uh, the local street artists, 
like the name street artist the local and in terms of the local artists we can all come together and you know sort of uh, celebrate that and i very well uh, empathize and understand what hanif was saying that uh, he and his team had to literally take permission from uh, you know so many different departments but what would have happened if for a moment we imagine that these departments says guys this city belongs to you you guys live here tell us how you guys can help us in beautifying this city right. yeah. can i can i interject here sorry i just want to say a small thing with on tarun what just tarun said uh, okay. sorry to uh, button um, uh, so uh, just about a year back i was the advisor to the jnk government and uh, we uh, put out a tender for doing the entire signage of uh, the water transport system which i had designed uh, for shrinagar city uh, uh, and uh, i put out the tender thrice actually Mm -hmm. unfortunately uh, none of the good design firms came forward from all over india and that that was the time when uh, the 370 hadn't been uh, taken out uh, it was a time when uh, the 370 was uh, still in and so national tenders were a very difficult task uh, to put out from the government but still i managed to put out a national tender for doing the signage for the water transport system unfortunately we uh, in spite of putting it thrice we did not get uh, good people to come up and sign or maybe just maybe i did not uh, you know publish it at the right places but uh, it would be great for also the, the government to know in case you know there are ways of reaching out to the professionals which uh, the government may not be knowing because we just follow and publish in the national newspaper dailies sorry i just wanted to put that point across i hope you don't mind no akash can i just take this a little further sure sure i appreciate you brought this out and a direct answer uh, for uh, your question is that the government could very well reach out to the association of designers of india uh, we are a formal body and we are a network of you know more than 100 more than 1000 designers across disciplines you know whether you are looking at you know installations whether you're looking at complex communication projects we have experts who are working with illiterate audiences so uh, i'm sure priyanka and anshu would get in touch with you guys you know uh, do feel free to uh, contact the adi for any such open things and we'll be glad to okay. bring in people of the right kind of expertise yeah thank you akash for, for sure thanks but is there a forum like for example the association that you that you uh, just mentioned is there a way that the association can also pick up uh, you know prop these very important tenders or these very important uh, you know these these wants when they come on the newspaper is there a process in this associations as well or if there is a, there there isn't maybe there there, there should be one probably mm-hmm. i'm i'm sure i'm sure it'll be there i know we can get into the details much further right uh, hanif there is also one very important question that uh, we need to ask you over here is that how do you uh, look at technology and typography coming out in the public space uh, is it a is it a means to interact more with the people right now using te- using technology and typeface type technology in the public art space i mean we are taking a baby steps towards the public art uh, when when it comes to public art our public art is still like uh, you know uh, still like just the statues and things which was kind of like been uh, 
done by you know the Britishers and the like whatever was there and think of the past and mostly like statues and we need to kind of like go beyond just the like statues of people and uh, so I think the first thing first is to actually come out and kind of introduce a, a new language of public art and public sculptures uh, which is slowly happening what you see on the screen is actually uh, um, uh, exhibition we did at Sasundok and and this is basically uh, a piece called the idea of smell because it was at a fishing dock there was so much smell around it that I uh, and this is the first room which you entered and I wanted basically viewers to think of the smell when they read the word like whatever the like word you read and you probably have the smell stored in your brain and as we were basically gone through this whole net of smell, it actually, uh, um, the mind kind of released. If I'm telling you the smell of first train, you remember the first smell of first train and that automatically comes to your mind. So it was a kind of like a little bit of mind game. Uh, in this, uh, there's no technology which is being used for this, but it's kind of maybe a different kind of materials and uh, working with, yeah, uh, different set of like textures. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Anni. Thank you. Uh, now, I guess that I will have to close down this session because we are almost up for time. Uh, but I would like to get all of, all of your closing remarks on the same. I would like to start with Saram. The question over here for all of you is, uh, what is, what is the future of type in India? I don't know why, why this question is there, but if you see type is everywhere, you know, from letterpress to even, you know, digital, and it will be there. So for communication, scripts are required. So no doubt there's a future. How you know people come together and collaborate and do the projects is important. But definitely the need of type or anything related to type will, you know, even from education is equally important. Thank you so much, Sarun. Sarun, what do you think is the type, uh, the future of type in India? Well, uh, I I am a hardcore optimist, right? And I think the future of type in India is very, very bright. We got political independence some 70 years ago. We are now at that stage. We, we are fighting for our cultural independence as well. Right. And hats off to people like Sarang and Satya and, you know, Girish and all these young people who have devoted their life to designing typefaces. Let me just uh, uh, help you guys connect a few dots. You know, typeface is not just about the typeface or the font which we select on the computer. It is deep rooted. It is connected with my own cultural identity. Who am I? Right. And how do I recognize who am I? It's actually an irony because right now I am speaking in a language which is foreign to me. Right. So please pardon me for that. You can make memes later on that. But the fact is that when we look at our food, when we look at our dance, when we look at our costumes, we think that these are the indicators of our culture and what our cultural identity and roots are. But ubiquitously, unconsciously, we depend largely on language, which we are speaking, which we are reading, which we are listening uh, as a very, very subconscious, but very important important component of defining our cultural identities. And I'm really, really excited as a design educator because 30 years ago, we had very few Indian scripts and those were also designed by foreigners. But now we are living in very, very exciting times. And I, I have inside stories of how Saran's studio and other studios, they have to reject a lot of applications because they don't have 
so many people but a lot of our young students are also consciously wanting to work on indian scripts and also on topics which are dealing with us as indians and the future couldn't have been more exciting and more promising than it seems to me now right uh, of course i mean we we are on the way we've covered a lot of ground but there's still a lot to go you know like when we look at uh, an apple phone hardcore imported technology hardware everything but they have now so many indian scripts and people are typing in their own mother tongues you know you don't you you can't translate jokes in english right it just loses the flavor but now people have started communicating in their mother tongues more often why because those typefaces are available because those scripts are available technologically so i am very excited about a very very promising future of typeface in our country uh, thanks for one point here that a uh, lot of people think that you know we need to you know survive indian scripts or languages but if you look at it in in the whole world there are around 7000 plus languages and uh, and if you see the statistics on internet you will see that around uh, 6 languages comes in first 20 6 indian languages and around 9 indian languages comes in first 40 languages in the world so i don't think so we should worry about it so india is always you know uh, matters in numbers so we have because of the population and the intake uh, there will be a lot of demand in future awesome anif right future is bright huh? <laughs> <laughs> in fact we are no, but anif could you could you a bit i'll elaborate on that point in terms of say public art like how do you see the future of type in it i see i think more and more people are interested in uh, in the subject of type and so i mean like when we were studying there were like only four five schools which you can actually count and say that's all you that's all the places to go and study design now at least there are like many more design schools which is out there at the same time the internet has really opened up the world like on the screen you can like learn whatever you want like you know and and if you are kind of motivated enough and i see that the more people who's been motivated kind of like learn uh, type online and it's also become technology has also made it easier to to uh, get into the type design which was which at one point was pretty technical and difficult to uh, to get in so i think with more and more indian design and more and more indian design students are coming up we will see more and uh, more indian fonts on the on the platform and i think it's going to get to become more interesting and there's there's still a lot of languages where we don't have any uh, proper typefaces so so yeah still we can kind of like count indian designers with like you know maybe if i kind of do this that's indian design all indian type designers are like probably they're counted right i mean it's you're still in that uh, zone so yeah there's a lot of scope thank you so much so thank you so much tarun thank you so much hanif uh, these were such uh, thank you so much sarang anuj everyone over here these were like amazing insights and i think it's time to take a few of the audience questions before we end this webinar uh, right so uh, the first question that i would like to ask here is for sarang is that how important is it to understand the history and the development of a particular script in type design like for example the evolution of devanagari from its mother script over the years so how important is it to understand that uh, so 
so if you look at it what we study in school as a uh, as a script is uh, is to write basically but here uh, when you design a typeface uh, uh, type you are basically uh, providing a raw material or in one of the element for people to read and uh, it is your responsibility to make sure that the people read the text without any hinder hindrance so i think uh, uh if you study the history of any uh, indian script or evolution of script in terms of technology and all you will be able to produce a better typefaces which will reach up to many people so uh i think we we have a lot of information documented but it just not available on internet on easily downloadable but if you go to libraries if you go to you know uh, if you ask people you will find books and documentation and uh, it it need to compile basically in a better manner but it's very important to understand the history of script thank you so much sarun i i must say that we have got a extremely overwhelming response over here in terms of the questions but uh, unfortunately we won't be able to take all of them so i'm just going to cover a few of them up so there is this one question that has kept on coming for a long time for us and tarun i think you would be the best person to answer the same uh so it said that breaking and distortion of typography is a trend right now but is it okay to compromise readability for just for the sake of design <laughs> is this a trick question <laughs> no it's not a trick question <laughs> so you know we've seen a lot of examples where a lot of money goes in in developing the physical infrastructure which houses the the written communication right so say for example if i take up an example of a signage project right uh, a huge component of the expenses goes into building up the the physical structure the boards the lighting the the digging into you know on the road sides and the metal boxes and all those kind of things now that is where design thinking becomes very very important because if i know that the names of the cities and all those things are pretty long i need to have a board of that size because what is the big idea what is the most fundamental question is that i am putting up signages so that people when they are driving in their vehicle they can see and read that particular piece of information in that split 3 to 4 seconds which they get when they are moving now in order to fit the text if i squeeze it and it's very easy to do that in softwares like coral draw you just condense the typeface and bang i mean it 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 just doesn't work like that right so it is not a trend even if it is a trend it is an ugly trend it is a criminal act because the basic purpose is getting defeated ke aap wahan information dal kyun rahe ho for the first case so that people can read and get informed ke is right side mein ye jagah hai but if you are distorting it then what's the point you know so please do not do this and i have been also seeing a lot of questions uh in a lifetime we can only learn x number of things but then are there are other experts and then there are other professionals who are trained and who have the experience to do those things go out and hire them design is not an expense design is an investment so if i am a product designer but i don't know anything about typography i better go and collaborate with the typographer or a graphic designer pay him what he is worth for right 
and the same is happening in other disciplines also if i have a clot in my brain i don't go to a general physician right i go to a specialist the same is going to be the future in our profession also there are experts available we need to go and reach out and we need to respect them their time and their cost thank you so much tarun uh, i think this would be one of the last questions over here and this one is to you hanif is that uh, the one thing in typography that you think the uh, design community took seriously one thing in typography the design community took seriously yes very difficult to uh, answer like what is, i don't know what design community is doing actually i don't sorry i don't have an answer for this okay sure so mm -hmm. i guess i could have made it some answer also but i'm like i'm just being honest so uh, so uh, what about you sarang or tarun do you have an answer for that could you please repeat one one, one thing in typography that the design community would take seriously would should take seriously yes should take seriously should take seriously yeah. self respect because we need to respect our own fellow designer if i do pretty good illustrations but i will not risk that i will go respectfully hire a good illustrator we need to respect each other's strengths and what hanif is doing is collaborating right with so many people why how is he able to do that because he is respecting what the other person is able to bring so one Absolutely. single thing which the design community needs is respecting each others expertise and open heartedly fearlessly collaborating then only the non designers and the clients will start respecting us as a profession right oh yeah thank you so much now, now i actually understood the question actually which is that what they should take seriously what designers should take seriously okay right i think uh, is to uh, the balance of uh, you know work and life at times uh, sometimes you know being part of design like for me like my work my life is kind of like it's there's some kind of blurriness in between you know there's like that uh, and taking that uh, it's some design is something which you kind of like always have to think it's not something which you kind of like switch on switch off like there is if you're thinking about it you have to be at it to to before you like, you get it you know and i think that's uh, uh, that's what whoever is practicing design it's, it's not a job yeah it's like it, it is something which we do it with passion it is something which we kind of like at the same time while i'm while i'm saying this there should also be a time where you know one should be able to kind of like have that work and life balance as well but if your if your work is joy then there is no i mean basically i think do what make make you happy and yeah i think that will be and probably design will happen thank you so much and what a lovely insight great so so i think uh, it's time to you know like end this webinar so on behalf of adia and the members of its andabad chapter i would like to thank our panelists over here thank you sarang thank you tarun thank you hanif and anuj uh, for their valuable insights in this entire uh, webinar of many worlds of type i would also like to thank uh, over here uh, itf which is the indian type foundry uh, ITF uh, has been a very instrumental in the type uh, scene in Ahmedabad. Uh, uh, it has it was established in 2009, and uh, it's distributing very fine quality fonts. Uh, it uh, the typeface that they designed, the Kohinoor, uh, is a permanent exhibit at the London Design Museum, and all the in, all the uh, 
Indian uh, television fonts that you see are, are designed by ITF. So uh, thank you so much for sponsoring this event and graciously supporting this. Uh, right now, I would like to call all the people of ADI, that is Anshu, Salil, Priyanka and Vivek, who have worked tirelessly in the background to get us all together. Please guys, please come, come online, everybody. Great job, guys. Great job. Thank yeah, you so like, much for having me. Like hour and a half, there's still like 400 people are like still there. They're like, okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Yeah. I think we should take a picture together right now. Oh, one second. Uh, I think uh, we should take just a screenshot in today's yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> so now the new credit line is screenshot taken by yeah. a screenshot. <laughs> yes. But uh, thank you so much. You're on for the screenshot. So please take it. Great. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us.